Welcome to the Man Alive podcast with Gavin Lance Top. This is a podcast for the men that are seeking a life on mission. For the men that have everything, but know that there is more within them that is yet to come out. Introducing Gavin Lance Top, ex-Australian boxing champion, inductee of the Queensland Boxing Hall of Fame, married to his childhood sweetheart, father of seven, author of A Rite of Passage and Man Alive, and creator of the Man Alive Experience. Each episode is going to bring you inspiration, insight, and tools on how to be a better husband, father, son, and leader. Get ready to grow 1% today. Here's your host, Gavin Top. Hello, Gavin Lance Top here. I'm so excited about this episode. Oh, wow. So, hey, listen, if you're not on our email list, get on it, okay? Um, you know, you would have received a, an email this week regarding our May Rite of Passage, three nights and three days, uh, and the response has been amazing, to be honest. It's great. You know, normally what I would do is just do it for men going through our mentorship, our man life experience, but very fortunate there's some other spots that have opened up. Um, so yeah, obviously you've got to have the right men. So if that is you, yeah, get on that email and get that, um, get locked in, take action, you know? So yeah, this episode is going to be about a rite of passage today. So my favorite subject in the whole world. <laughs> so when I first come across this back in, uh, mid nineties, Oh man, I was just like a duck to water. So I've been looking for this my whole life, you know. And uh, yeah, so it's been a long time developing, growing, and how do we actually convert this into this modern day, you know, this modern age, you know. Hence, you know, my first book, uh, The Rite of Passage for the Modern Man, where I just sort of touch on the you know seven pillars i mean there's 14 pillars in the man alive experience We're always growing changing improving but let's jump straight into it hey so you would have heard oh no doubt you know it takes a village to raise a man it takes a tribe to raise a man where there's i remember yeah you know learning about years ago when i was just uh really just researching and and just hungry uh, for every rite of passage that I'd ever come across in different cultures, from different ages, etc. And uh, I come across this indigenous uh, rite of passage in Queensland, Australia, you know, my my, uh, my state. And I, I just couldn't believe it when I found it, you know. And and in, in, in short, you know, uh, being this, because <laughs> this is my favourite subject, in, in, in short, what would happen is the men would look, you know, in regards to a rite of passage, you know, the first thing you would learn is about your people, who you are, you know. You would spend, you know, your position where where you fit, okay. So, you know, you sort of learn about your ancestors. You learn about your people. You know, you learn about where you've actually come from, who you are. You know, in short, your identity, who am I? A question that every man must answer, you know. So when you would spend time 
Uh, they say a healthy community is all ages, from newborn to death. You know, when you've got all those, uh, you know, 80-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 20-year-olds, but, you know, that's an actual healthy community and that's the way tribes work. Everyone looks after each other. So that's how, uh, you know, you learn about your, your people. And then, of course, in that scenario, you learn about your customs and standards. How do we live as people? You know, so, you know, particularly when, when particularly this indigenous culture, um, every time they would learn something, you know, from their, from, you know, literally uh, their teenage years up, every time they would learn something, they would get a cut, what they would call a stripe, from one side of their chest to the other. And and the, oh, oh, I can only imagine it wouldn't have been a nice cut. You know, it was done with a rock that had been sharpened with other rocks, you know. And so it would be quite jagged. But, but then, you know, as you learnt each thing, you would get another stripe and then you would get another stripe. And, you know, you know when you would learn about your position in the community, in the tribe, you know, when you learn about your standards, the customs, what's expected of you, when you understand actually how to tell stories, you know, from your ancestors to the younger people, you know, it's a stripe, a stripe, a stripe. And, you know, particularly when you would, uh, you know, you would have a certain amount of time, as I said, with your mother picking berries, etc. you know, spending time feeling that unconditional love, and then you spend time with the men where you learn how to fight, you know, you learn how to hunt, you know, you learn how to look after the women and the children, you know, a stripe, a stripe, a stripe. But then there's also that time where you would go walk about. These men would go walk about. They would spend time on their own. They would have to look after themselves. Stand on your own two feet, we seem to call this in Western culture, you know. And anyway, one of the last things that would happen, okay, is to, to qualify you as a man, okay. The men would take you up to this mountain, okay. And what there was, there were these slate rocks, the way the story goes. And these slate rocks were amazing for building an axe. So the men would be taught actually how to make an axe out of these rocks and 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 once you had an axe okay it was responsibility it was then you were right to marry you know you had your stripes you had your axe then you had a say in the community you know you had a position you know there was in many ways it was validated who you were you were reliable you know, you, you, you could fight, you could look after everybody, etc. And and then, of course, um, the settlers come to Australia, to Queensland, you know, and um, on these boats. And the way the story goes is there was fights, you know, there was all sorts of negotiations then. People died, men died. And uh, long story short, what happened was there was a couple of uh, indigenous fellows and, they were, and there was a couple of the white fellows and they negotiated 
some axes. Okay, some of the white man's axe he gave to the uh, indigenous fellows. And I, w I can only imagine those from the indigenous fellows looking at the, the white man's axe, they, I would have reckoned they would have been a little shinier, they would have looked a bit smarter, <laughs> they would have appeared to be better, you know. And then so they started swapping things. They said, you know, apparently, you know, they even swapped people. They even swapped their, their family members for axes. That's how good they looked. That's, they would actually trade in their integrity, you know. And, and I mean, goodness me, you know, what happened was the next generation, the one after, only a couple of generations later, that those people, that tribe, all it is is a story. They're, they're, they lost their community, you know. And I, and I know I've spoken to men, you know, that would, you know, if only we could go back, you know. So, you know, when we talk about this rite of passage, you know, that, that's been lost. You know, and then we talk about how the white men come in and you know manipulated more, you know, negotiated, manipulated. Just you know, I mean, obviously, you know, we weren't there. We can't can't really have an opinion on it. Well, uh, but yeah, you can only imagine the worst case scenarios. You know, and the the tribe would have been just destroyed. You know, and um, and and I suppose you know this day and age where we're at now, particularly that first book I wrote, you know, The Rite of Passage for the Modern Man. And and particularly when I found this stuff in the 90s, like, man, I could see where things went wrong in my life in how I felt, you know, and I could see how I was searching for certain things, um, you know, just trying to test myself and prove myself and, and, and build myself, but obviously not knowing who I am. You know, my, my parents did a great job, but, you know, their parents had stuff and their parents had stuff and, and whatever, you know, and even this day and age, you know, you know, particularly when we go to, you know, we, we see so many people that are disconnected from their families. We're, we're back in those, you know, a couple hundred years ago, you spent your whole life with your community, with your grandparents, with your parents, with, the, you know, as you become a parent, you know, it was a healthy community. Where these days, goodness me, we're not even telling stories. People don't even know their grandparents. People don't even know their parents sometimes, let alone their parents telling stories, their grandparents telling stories to them to, to mould them, to shape them. I mean, young people know more about people on Instagram than their own families. They know more, they spend more time on a screen than what they do talking to their families, you know? You know, for example, you know, particularly back in those days, in the olden days, you know, people would hunt together, cook together. It was a ritual to prepare a meal. These days, they don't even eat together, you know? And I think, you know, particularly when, but, you know, in the, back in the old days when the rite of passage, the way it's meant to be, where you learn about your customs, your standards, how to live, where, like I said, people don't even eat together now. Now, now I, I mean, you probably have as well. Hey, you may have done this. You just, your kid's playing up, you just stick a, an iPad in front of them or your phone, 
to distract them, you know, to distract you, you know. You know, it's been said, you know, TikTok feeds seems to be even raising our children more than more than the people, you know, opposed to like remember back in the old days where they had that dream time, they tell stories. In particular in indigenous cultures, everything was translated by story. You know, so you had to understand the stories, you know. And, I, and of course, you know, particularly around identity, you know, whereas, you know, when you learn your position in the Indigenous fellows, they, you, know, you learn your position in the community, your rightful standing, you know, where, you know, where that's where your identity comes from. That's where you're in a position to get validated, where a lot of people reach a lot of men reach a certain age and all of a sudden they want to look good so they'll just go and get a big loan and buy a new car they'll get the right clothes or they'll they'll you know get it they i mean they, they don't even they turn 18 they get a credit card mailed to them they don't even ask them whether they want it or not so the people you know young people because if you haven't been validated or initiated you know you get that can do it for you money can do it for you it's false it's a counterfeit but it feels good at the time you know where i think as fathers you know i always like to talk about an action okay an action every podcast you know we, we're talking about an action you know you can learn all this great stuff you can do courses you can read books but if you don't take action all it is is a nice story and as I said, we need to be able to tell stories about our, our people, who we are. So, I mean, a couple of actions. I mean, the first action is get the email. <laughs> get on my email list so you can, you know, you can come along in May on the Gold Coast for the 17th to the 20th, three nights and three days. It will be life-changing. It'll be like I've had other men say, this is the best thing I've ever done on my masculine journey. You know, we answer a, a couple of questions that every man must answer. You know, we answer questions. You'll you, you answer questions that you didn't even know you had. So you got to be there. <laughs> if you resonate with what I'm saying, do everything you can. So we've got men coming from America, Canada, Ireland, New Zealand, all around Australia because they understand the importance of it. So action from this podcast, you know, why don't you start talking to your children about your parents, your grandparents, about things that you know. Maybe you want to need to grab your kids or maybe you just go and ask your parents about their parents, their parents. Create some stories that you can pass on. Put the pieces together. Try to understand where it is you've actually come from. You know, there, there's going to be good, there's going to be not so good. And I suppose as a man, that's what we need to step up and choose the good, you know. So it's an action. Reach out to your grandparents, your grand, your parents, or, or maybe there's another way and then start to tell those stories, all those positive things, you know. Maybe, right, maybe we live in this world and everyone keeps saying they're busy, they're busy. You know, it's just, how can I say this? Because we're filling our life up with rubbish. <laughs> okay, maybe you need to sit down and just have a meal with your community, with the people you love, whether it be your family, your neighbours, etc. Just have some downtime and say, how are you doing? 
Yeah, sometimes, you know, there's apparently most families don't even eat together anymore, you know, because they're so stressed out about paying bills and keeping up with the Joneses, you know. You know, uh, yeah, I think, you know, particularly, you know, the men that, I'm, that, I'm, that are hearing this, the fathers, the role models, you know, children are doing what we say. I think if you're a father, you know that. Not necessarily anyway, but they're mimicking everything we do. So we take full responsibility, you know, and understand your position as a father, as a leader, as a husband, as a, as a man of integrity in your community, in your village, we need to be a role model. We need to start validating other people. We need to start validating our children. Opposed to being a victim because life is not fair I, I know i don't need to tell you that you already know it but you know you can either live as a victim or start to create the life that you actually deserve and uh, and what your heart actually craves so that would be three actions there okay there's four and then the may you know lock in lock into that it will change your life but, but what I love about that is not just change your life, it'll change everyone who you have influence and, and that are over, you know, that you're over there, you've got some, some leadership over, which that's what really inspires me. So, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm believing you got some great value from this. I'm believing you know somebody who needs to hear this. Maybe I'd suggest listen to it again and maybe again and again you're going to hear more each time you go through it not that i'm going to say anything different but you're going to see more things in yourself you know maybe you don't know you who your people are you know maybe you you're living from somebody else's standards and customs and they're not actually good so maybe maybe you don't understand your position in the community so hey listen i hope to see you at this uh this May, May uh, 17th to the 20th on the Gold Coast. Um, I'd love to maybe, yeah, see you in person. Or, hey, listen, I, I'm very accessible. I, you know, one of my things, one of my personal lives is to give every man 100%. So I hope someday I'll get to give you all of me and go all in and, and you know, create that life that you were designed for. Over and out. Thanks for joining us on the Man Alive podcast. Be a part of inspiring men all around the world. Share this with someone who will gain value. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Till next time.